It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Going great, Dan. How are you? Good. It looks like a fantastic spring. Are we in summer yet? When Not, is summer quite. Not uh, quite. Friday. Friday. Okay. The 21st. Man, it has been fantastic. Well, folks, you're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It is Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. We appreciate you listening to us today. Now, if you'd like to listen to any past episodes, you can find us on wherever podcasts are being podcasted, if that's the term for it. I don't know what they call it. But today we have a, another fantastic, great show lined up. You're going to have a great time. We're going to uh, talk to Anna Cummins with Cummins Chiropractic and Tony Starr with Tony Starr Fitness. I've known these guys for quite some time. They're going to bring some great, great information that I know you'll benefit from. But first, it's time for some Real Talk. All right, so I pulled down the numbers for May 2019. We like to always take a look and see what the market's doing. Every month we dig into these numbers. And first off, King County it showed another increase of uh, inventory, about 62% and 57% on the east side. Brian, what does that mean for our buyers out there? It means more selection and it means a more balanced market. I more think balanced. what we're going to see is a fabulous market absolutely fabulous market for <laughs> buyers because more selection and rates are so good. We're going to talk to Michael Burdick a little bit about that. That's but, right. Um, no, it's it's a more balanced market, so it's it's good for both buyers and sellers. Yeah, there's, they're seeing more choice, and this is the second straight year where we started to see this increase of inventory year over year, and it really does allow for choices. Um, they don't have to freak out, get in multiple offer situations. Now we still have a few, so just be aware that just because a home uh, comes on the market, you know, what we're seeing, though, is people kind of back away when they see that there's that multiple offer situation. Right. They don't want to get caught up in it, so they kind of tend to back away from it. But the good news is more inventory. The interesting thing I noticed is in May is that uh, pending sales were flat. So hmm. essentially the same amount of contracts went into uh, – same amount of uh, home buyers went into contract in May of 2018. So kind of a hmm. similar amount of activity. Yeah. yeah. But um, closed sales up 5.7% right. in King County and 13.8481% on the east side. When I think of uh, closed sales going up uh, 13% and inventory going up, you know, what was it on the east side? Whoop, 57%. Right. It just it seems like a pretty healthy market. It doesn't right. seem like it's yeah. outpacing. One's not outpacing the other. Um, that's pretty good. So what does months of inventory mean, Brian? It's just how much uh, time it would take. For all the homes on the market to sell, so, so like, yeah. yeah. So like, if you do, if you never brought any new homes in a specific area, you'd be out of inventory in X amount of days. That's right. So that's how we gauge the heat of a market, right? Now, when we were in the thick of it in 2016 and 17, we were under a month of inventory, right? Right, right now, um, the the balance of inventory is usually when we hit four to five months of inventory, right. and that that low inventory really fuels a seller's market, right? And so that was when you saw ten offers on one of our listings. Right now, we're not seeing that. We're often what I'm seeing right now is one good one, yeah, and that's all it takes yeah. for a seller and for a buyer. You know what I see, you know, in multiple offers is fight or flight. 
some people are willing to jump in and, and uh, you know, put their bid in, and some people just run away. Yeah, it depends on the house, right? right? If, and, yeah. and what we're telling um, sellers is to be compelling. Right. You know, if you can avoid uh, something that maybe is uh, deferred maintenance, if you can right. clean that up, freshen that up. Have maybe. that home staged and prepared, yeah. and uh, that's going to be a win every time. All right, so what about the challenges that uh, – or myths. We, we we talked last week about like some myths that people were thinking right. with those uh, uh, reality TV shows. This week we have time to kind of go over two myths that might be holding a buyer back. So what's sure. the first one, Brian? Uh, that you need 20% down to buy a home, which is completely untrue. Um, I mean, FHA, you're 3.5%. But even if you don't have that, if a qualifying buyer um, can get a, uh, a grant, and I think uh, we're gonna have Michael down talk payment about that a little assistance. bit. Down payment assistance. Yep. There's grants. There's zero down. So really, uh, um, in fact, the number one objection I hear ab- about why people don't own a home is down payment. And so yeah. I think the biggest myth out there is that they need more than they think they need more. Where than did that come do. from? I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny because if listeners you, call us on that one. Yeah, we'd love to know where you, where that came from. But one of the things that that occurs to me is, you know, in a in a falling market, if you don't have that equity, that cushion, right? Right. Maybe that's where it came from. Is people believe, well, we have to have this equity cushion just in case, right? Um, how about myth number two? Myth number two: I need a seven eighty FICO score or higher to buy. So this is an interesting one. Is is folks definitely are afraid of their you know credit score, which I think it's great to be responsible with your credit. Right. One of the things that's important is a credit history is a credit history, and it, it just is what it is. Right. Right. There are times where you made mistakes, did or didn't, or things happened in life. But the truth is, twenty three percent of uh, the loans that were originated, twenty three percent were of a, a score of seven hundred to seven fifty. Hmm. Okay. Eighteen percent, six fifty to six sixty nine. And 9.4%, 600 to 650. So that's over 50% of the loans closed were of a credit score between 600 and 750. Right. So those are two myths that are busted here Hmm. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So one comment on that too is sometimes I have clients that they ask me about credit repair. And I would say that credit repair itself is a myth. There's things you can do to better your scores, especially if there's an error. So checking your credit report Everyone is entitled to a free annual credit report, uh, which you can obtain online. If they ask for money, that's not the free annual one. Um, But checking your credit report to make sure it's accurate, if there's an error, that can be corrected. But uh, paying for a credit repair service is a waste of money. It doesn't work that way. There there are some tools. An example is Rapid Rescore where you can move various obligations around and increase scores, as an example. Yeah, it's about debt-to-income ratio. Right, right. And one of the things that I think is the most common is if you are over 33% on that line of credit, mm-hmm. that will adversely affect it. So if let's say you have a $1,000 credit card. Right. If you're sitting at $500 on that credit card, all you got to do is pay $200, and you're going to be below that 30%, and that's going to help right. improve It'll it. bump your scores. And it's that's going right. to take 30 days. So you pay it down, and boom, that's going to help bump yeah. your score. So. Um, I'm sure you can speak with any one of our uh, featured loan professionals. You're going to find yourself in a great situation. So, Right. All right. Well, the break is coming right up. So after the break, we're going to hear from uh, Michael Burdick at Loan Depot with our mortgage moment. So come right back. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth 
of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at theeastsiderealestateteam.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Dan. I'm Brian. And uh, we have uh, the mortgage moment. That was a really quick break now that I think about it. Michael Burdick, you're on the line. How you doing, bud? Doing great. How are you guys doing today? Good. Anything fun this weekend for Father's Day? I know you're a father. Just spent time with the family. It was It was great. Nice. Good weather. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, so let's get right to it. Let's talk about loan types. There's a ton of different loan types. We were talking in the earlier segment, you know, FHA, jumbo, conventional, uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, What are the different requirements? Well, you know, people always ask me, you know, what my rate is, what what are my requirements for down payment, and and really when you sit down with a mortgage professional and you – you do an application or you're just talking to them getting pre-qualified, we can really then narrow down which options are going to be best for that particular person. And a lot of it depends on their whole finances. You know, are they selling a home? Are they a move-up buyer? Are they a first-time home buyer that may have excellent credit but just hasn't been able to save up a down payment? So once we figure out their situation, we can put them in the correct bucket and um, from, you know, let me just go down the line. With an FHA loan, that's going to be somebody that doesn't have a large down payment and may have had some credit challenges. Um, it's, an, it's a great loan. It's not a bad loan. It's just you're going to get better terms on your mortgage if you you know are, are that buyer profile. Um, if you have more to put down or, or, let's say, excellent credit, we'll probably put you in a conventional loan. Um, and then... It gets so, even a little more complex from there. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, so between those two, um, depending on the the buyer profile, uh, the conventional could actually cost less in the long run. Does that does that sound? Am I answering that correctly or no? It it could if you know if if you fit the profile for conventional. So if okay. if your credit score is lower, um, an FHA loan is going to be a better deal for you because mm-hmm. the mortgage insurance would be higher on a conventional loan. So it, there's a balancing act to, to figure out what the, the best deal is for the person. And, and sometimes they're not comfortable with the payment that we can offer them and, and what we can qualify them for. So that's really part of the pre-approval process is understanding your options. Um, to get a little more complex and, uh, you know, really another deciding factor is, is price range. So conventional FHA have buckets. And then if you exceed those loan amounts, you go into what's called a jumbo loan, where basically it's the same thing as a conventional loan, but you're borrowing more money, so the guidelines get a little more strict um, as far as, you know, your credit history, um, employment history, and then they want to make sure you have a little money left over just in case something happens, and, you know, rightfully so. If you're, if you're borrowing more money from a bank or a mortgage company, they want to make sure that you 
are financially set up to handle that payment. So, Michael, um, tell me about uh, how you work with buyers that are uh, down payment challenged, little or no down payment, but uh, um, say good credit scores, for example. What options might be out there for that uh, that buyer? I see buyers like this all the time, and it you know it's not that they're irresponsible or, yeah. or you know not good with their money. Maybe they're in their twenties, millennials, or been paying a high rent in Seattle because that's where their job is and they've never mm-hmm. missed a bill in their life. I've seen these clients with credit scores in the high sevens, but they just can't save a down payment. So, you know, there's programs set up for people like this yeah. um, because yeah. they are responsible. Yeah, give us an example. To, yeah, so we have, you can either get a, a down payment assistance through a Washington State Housing Finance Commission, which gives you a 4% bond that you pay back if you ever sell or refinance that allows you to get into that home. Um, and then another program is Fannie Mae Home Ready, which is a Fannie Mae program that will give somebody better terms on their their mortgage, um, if, even if they only have 3% down. So they get the terms of um, somebody that's putting 20% down, uh, just with less rate adjusters. So that's, that's a program where it is income, you do income qualify, so they're not going to give you those benefits if you make, you know, lots of money. Yeah. Uh, but the the King County limit is one hundred and three thousand right now, so there's some good wiggle room there. That's so maximum that's, that's income. Another great program. Income limit, one hundred and three. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Michael, we don't have time for a lot of the other stuff that we were going to talk about today. So, just give me in a nutshell, um, how long does it take to close a mortgage transaction from start to finish? That's a Excellent question, and you know it's something that we like to, to try to streamline as much as possible uh, by preparing someone before they make an offer. Um, but the, the typical escrow cycle that's going to make you competitive is 30 days. Now we can we can speed that up if all the stars align and, and we have you know we've done our homework before making that offer. Um, but that's typically what we shoot for. I've closed loans in as as quick as a couple weeks, you know, but really have to get, you know, some lucky stuff on our side with appraisal and things like that. Right. I know um, I know that w- some of our transactions, we've had you close in, in three weeks. You know, when we had uh, a totally pre-underwritten borrower, they had already done all their homework, got all the paperwork to you that you needed, and um, all we did is show up with a, a purchase and sale contract and appraisal was completed quickly so that it could go to underwriting. Because that underwriting process takes can take about two weeks, um, when even if you're hurrying, right? Yeah, you know, once once we get under contract, if we've taken care of all the, the borrower-related items, um, then we're just dealing with property-specific stuff, so, you know, setting up title and escrow, getting appraisal. Now that we have appraisal waivers coming back, I'm going to see, mm. you know, we're going to be able to speed th- things up in the right situation. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, Michael, that's all the time we have. So I do appreciate Now, our listeners know by now you can Google Michael Burdick at Loan Depot you're going to find all the information you need to uh, download his app, install the app, go ahead and apply online, give us a call. If you have questions for any mortgage-related uh, things, go ahead and send them to our show, radio at the Eastside Real Estate Team, and we'll put those questions to uh, Michael and our other mortgage partners. So um, now it's time for our break. When we come back from our break, uh, we'll be talking to Anna Cummins of Cummins Chiropractic. Join us in a few short moments.
Are you worried about your health holding up as you age? Buying a new home often involves paying your mortgage for 15 to 30 years, and you'll need to be at your best to keep working strong as you age. Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness has helped families just like yours regain optimum health as they work hard to provide for their family. The team at Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness treats patients with both crisis care and lifestyle care with our state-of-the-art individualized services. We have seen thousands of people reach and maintain their best health as they age. To learn more about how chiropractic can help you achieve your best health, you can call Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness at 425-590-9158 or reach us online at CumminsChiropractic.com. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 200 4093 or check out our website at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash eleven fifty KKNW. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. Oh, that's your line. Oh. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. <laughs> Our first guest is Anna Cummins with Cummins Chiropractic. Anna Cummins is an Olympic silver and gold medalist. Uh, the silver at the 20, 2004 Athens and the gold at the 20, 2008 Beijing Olympic and three-time rowing champion. She run, won four NCAA national titles while rowing at UW. Woo-woo, UW. <laughs> and earned uh, 12 varsity letters, only 12, at Bellevue's Newport High School. She was inducted into the UW Hall of Fame and the National Rowing Hall of Fame in 2014. The highlight of her career came at the 2008 Games in Beijing, where Cummins was the only American woman to race in two events, the pair and the eight. In the eight, she and her teammates rowed away from the field, just crushed the field, to win gold. The first U.S. gold in the women's eight since 1984 and the first time ever with a race distance of 2,000 meters. After achieving her athletic goals, Anna and her husband, Bob Cummins, also a world champion rower, opened up Cummins Chiropractic and Wellness in Bellevue, where they have gold medal health as gold, uh, gold medal health as a goal for their patients and community. The Cummins keep busy with their four girls, seven years old and younger, and have a new baby due in just a few weeks. Wow. Anna, life's good. Life's totally good. <laughs> so any time for hobbies? Nope. Nope. <laughs> she got them all out of the way with the rowing. Yeah. yeah, I did that rowing thing to there check off go. my hobby box for like the next 20 years. Nice. So because this is a show about homes and housing and real estate, we ask our uh, visitors, our guests, to kind of share with, them, uh, with us a fond moment that they had from their house growing up in. Oh, I love my childhood house. In fact, my parents still live there, which is awesome, so... I'm still there a lot because it's up the street. <laughs> and um, what I think of when I think of my some of my favorite childhood memories are actually just the times that my parents coordinated to have people yeah, come around. So like the Christmases, the 
birthdays, that everybody around the table, all of that sort of thing, and hanging the stockings above the fireplace or, um, yeah, all of those kind of, the I, I don't know, I cliche like childhood moments. I just, I love family and I love being around and my parents really put an emphasis on that and creating that experience in our home. And then there's the other thoughts that came up of like writing down the um, driveway on my big wheel or like going down the stairs in the sleeping bag really fast, <laughs> crashing into <laughs> nice. the wall with my brother. So fun stuff like that, you know, just, oh, just doing life at your house with your parents. Nice. Awesome. Anna, both you and your husband, Dr. Bob Cummins, are national rowing champions with the University of Washington rowing team and world rowing champions for the United States of America. What sorts of things do you bring uh, with you from your athletic experience into your care for people in our community? Oh, thanks, Ryan. So, um, gosh, I think what both uh, Bob and I can bring to our patients is that that high level of excellence. Uh, I think people, especially here in the Puget Sound area, know how amazing the University of Washington rowing program is. So to have both he and I start our business and have that be the background, this like, you know, Washington athletics is excellence. And then we apply that to your health and to making our community better. It really shows in the details. Um, You're going to get top quality care in everything that we do because that's just who we are. We just we do that all the time in everything. And I think Dr. Bob is, um, I'm biased, obviously, as the <laughs> wife of, but he's, he's, he's just so thorough and so amazing. And he treats our patients like he treats me and my mom and my dad and our family that comes in the clinic. So it's not like, you know, you're getting something different. You're getting that family care, just like University of Washington rowing is kind of like a family. So hmm. we do that here, too. So I've been a client of Dr. Bob since he opened in 2008. Is that yeah. right? 2008? Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I go there regularly, at least monthly now, depending on if something goes on where, where I do a little extra uh, damage, I guess. A little awesome, awesome. extra yeah, CrossFit. Yeah, awesome CrossFit or something like quad. that. <laughs> but I noticed it was maybe about seven years ago that you guys started to adopt this 100-year lifestyle um, and are in a, and are a 100-year lifestyle affini- uh, affiliate cl- chiropractic clinic. Yeah. Tell us, why are more people living to be 100 years old? And why? how does the clinic kind of help with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, everybody can kind of see it everywhere. Um, I'm sure people looking into buying a home, they're thinking like, you're, you're already starting to think long term. You're thinking like, okay, 30-year mortgage. Okay, and then I'll be this old when this huge investment's paid off. Like, okay, I still got to be able to like work well to keep paying this mortgage till then. So we are already kind of seeing those like long-term thinking. And then we have assisted living centers popping up like all over the place. So I mm-hmm. think... Just in the last year on my commute from home to the clinic, there's like two that popped up and it's like, okay, they're just, they're everywhere. Like this is a need, obviously. And um, what we're seeing is that uh, the great generation, our grandparents' generation, they're like so surprised. So when my grandfather, who passed when he was 98, Hmm. um, when he was born, his parents, their life expectancy was like 50, 60 years old, right? Hmm. Well, now life expectancy is well into the 80s, but then you have people that are taking care of themselves well enough that, you know, sure, you could totally live to 100. So um, we're starting to see that we're getting this advanced notice. Like our grandparents didn't have that. They're like, whoops, I'm still alive. Like I didn't know <laughs> right. this was going to be here. This is great. I love my great, great grandchildren or what have you. But for us, we're, we can see this as a great possibility if we take care of our bodies and take care of our spine and are really going to have to be proactive and not live life just for this moment and be totally crazy and neglect our bodies because we're going to have them for the next 
50, 60, 70 years, you know, depending on how old you are now. Well, and I think over the last 20 years or so, there's more of a focus on fitness than ever right. been before. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. So that's a good thing. Yeah. But the chiropractic kind of plays into that, right? Like I said earlier, like if I get crazy with CrossFit, right, and yeah. it just, you know, flares something up in my mid, mid back, lower back, whatever, do something a little wrong, lift too much weight. We'll talk about that later. But um, chiropractic care for me hasn't been just about fixing those. And that's the next question, next question which I'm yeah. jumping on that. The difference between crisis care and lifestyle care. Tell us about that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're seeing now is that, that we are now having this choice between crisis care, like waiting for something to be broken before we can go in and fix mm-hmm. it, or thinking long term and thinking my lifestyle is this. I want to do three CrossFit workouts a week, or I want to run the rock and roll marathon, or I want to do the... Um, I want to do the Bellevue 5K walk with my dog or whatever you, whatever it is one of your health goals, you're thinking of that now and making your plan to get that done. So that would be lifestyle care. And the way that chiropractic fits into that is that, you know, you need your spine to do everything. So, you know, you think nutrition, you think endurance, you think strength, but you also need to take care of your spine because that is the, at the center of your body. So if, you're, if your spine's not working right, then nothing's working right. Okay, cool. Well, and I know this... Um, I got a kink in my neck, so I got to see Bob. <laughs> crisis care. Crisis, That's crisis care. care. Yeah, that would be yeah. crisis care. Yeah. <laughs> so why yeah. do you think lo- uh, why do you think long term thinking is becoming cool? Ha- have you seen an increase at your clinic of folks who are into lifestyle care for the long haul, not just for the fixes? Oh, there's been a huge jump in people uh, interested in understanding the effects of um, wanting to think long term. So we have. At least half of our patients are, are are come to see our office for lifestyle care. We it's wonderful to have a clinic where you can have that umbrella where we take care of crisis. Like if you have something going on where you can't get out of bed, you can't move your neck, your back hurts so bad, you just bulged a disc, like something crazy where you need help crisis now, we can help you. But on the other hand, I love being able to share the vision that like you don't have to wait for this to come and sneak up on you again, and you can take care of your body now for the long haul and know that the next 30, 40, 50 years are going to be awesome. Just like you go and, you know, brush your teeth every night and see your dentist for a cleaning. Like, let's take care of our spine in the same way. Mm-hmm. Great. I always tell my kids, brush your teeth and save your money. I can't think of anything <laughs> right. worse than being old and poor and toothless. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had to tell my son that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It seems to me that you have a good recipe for performance, not just for athletes, but for all people to perform at the top of their game. What are the keys that uh, you see are necessary for all people to take care of themselves? Yeah, there's a really great 100-year lifestyle um, uh, saying, and it's to put fitness, like F-I-T-N-E-S-S. But we're going to change the word so it starts with fit, and then ness is neurology, nutrition, so that's squared, endurance, strength, and structure. So the bookends of that are the neurology, which is how your brain communicates to your body, and your structure, which would be like making sure that your that your spine is in line. Um, so most people can kind of know and they lean towards either the nutrition, they're good at that part, or they really love endurance, or they work out at Tony Star Fitness and they're rocking their strength. Um, and actually, Tony does a great job of putting a lot of these things all together. And then Cummins Chiropractic and other 100-year lifestyle affiliate offices are awesome in that neurology and the structure. And a lot of us are missing that. So those would be some keys that I would say if everybody could incorporate that, you're going you're gonna to have that long, healthy life. Awesome. So what's one of the best case studies, besides me, uh, you and Bob is, have seen in response to somebody specifically benefiting from chiropractic care? Oh, man. 
It's funny. I was like, I think you guys would probably ask me that question, but I didn't actually think of a specific case study. <laughs> we see the coolest, the coolest stuff. So I think my favorite case studies are the things where people come into the office for, oh, I was in a car accident or, oh, my low back hurts and I can't do this. Um, kind of those crisis things. But then after they've been under care for a while and they move through the critical transition and they get to the lifestyle care and they realize that they're actually feeling younger than before they started care mm. are like, those are my favorite because they're like lifting up the grandkids and, you know, doing doing all kinds of stuff. They were like, I didn't do this before. Like that car accident was actually a blessing or who knew like uh, that all of this could help me so much. And they they start to see the vision and their life has really shifted mm-hmm. and then they can do more in whatever their whatever their dream is, whether that whatever they're doing for work or with their family. And that's the most rewarding part for Dr. Cummins and I. So if I can dig down deeper into that, like what specific like lack of range of motion or injury did did maybe somebody come in with? Like, a, um, gosh, I mean, I mean, I, even using myself as an example, like I, I mean, my back, all, in all honesty, after rowing, doing elite rowing and doing lots of sports growing up for however many years, when I had my first um, assessment by the national team doctor when I was 19, it's like, okay, you have a back of a 40-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. okay, you're kind of messed up, so you need to do... You need to do, uh, you know, PT and massaging. You know, they didn't tell me about chiropractic at the time. Um, But those sorts of things, uh, they happened to me. And then now I would actually say that I'm actually healthier now than I was when I was rowing because I put in that, I'm putting in that full picture of the fitness, the neurology, Mm -hmm. nutrition, endurance, strength, and structure. So Olympians are really awesome at like one thing, but you could still not be functional on these other aspects where you like what is true health what does that really look like for the majority of us i mean not not, most of us here in this region are not on the seahawks or the mariners or the uw rowing team you know well and i would say a lot of a lot of high performance athletes they're starting to see that that correlation of bringing that whole picture together Mm -hmm. rather than just focus on just strength or just speed or just whatever to understand there's got to be recovery there has to be stretching i don't know if you ever listened to david goggins and stuff like that but he he this is this guy that's like extreme runner like ridiculous guy um and at some point his body started to just shut down and it was because he wasn't focusing on the the dexterity and the stretching part of it so right right uh, yeah full body picture here so talking about age and aging well with a hundred year lifestyle what are typical ages of uh, people you see benefiting from chiropractic care Oh, I love this question because most people, like the average age of someone's first chiropractic adjustment is when they're about 28 years old. Hmm. But my favorite are like the prenatal. I'm like super pregnant right now. So I love my chiropractic (laughs) appointments. Let's see. We only have like three weeks to go. And I love my chiropractor right now, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. But we have, so we see newborn babies. We see little kids. And when you, when you're taking care of some of the problems that people have when they're young, they are. The, the kids' bodies, they respond so well. It's so awesome. So instead of waiting and having that problem in your nervous system for 10, 20, 30, 50 years and you get your first adjustment when you're 60 years old, like that's been there for a while and it's either going to take a lot of work or it might not recover all the way. So get your kids checked. Do a well spine checkup. Everybody should do it. Just like you go see your dentist. Please go see your chiropractor um, and you will you'll be happy for it later. So Dr. Cummins is one of the most thorough, detailed chiropractors I've ever met. What other things does he excel in regards to providing great health care? Yeah. So I think of one of a couple of things that make Dr. Bob 
exceptional is that he he's like a detective. So he's got these amazing tools and training. So if you've got a tricky case or something funky, um, he's really good at putting all those things together and then um, making a plan, kind of like the director of athletics. So you're going to have, you know, Jen Cohen at the UW is in charge. She can put all these different things together. If you have Dr. Cummins as your chiropractor, he can, you know, de- you know, figure out what's going on and help you be your coach for your body. Awesome. Yeah. Anna, tell us how uh, our listeners can reach Dr. Bob. Yeah, we're at CumminsChiropractic.com. Uh, there's no G. C-U-M-M-I-N-S, chiropractic.com. We're also on the 100yearlifestyle.com website as one of their awesome providers. And our office number is 425-590-9158. Anna, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a blast. Our next guest is Tony Starr with Tony Starr Fitness. We'll be discussing fitness. We'll be right back after the break. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time home buyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425-200-4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Hi guys, I'm Tony Starr with Tony Starr Fitness, specializing in meal plans and body composition. What are your fitness goals for the next six months and do you have a plan? The time will pass with whatever you're doing, so get in contact with me now and see how you can set up a free consultation. You can reach me at TonyStarFitness.com. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Tony Starr with Tony Starr Fitness. Tony is a fitness coach and mentor. He specializes in meal plans and body composition training. Welcome to the show, Tony. Hi, guys. How you doing? Doing fantastic. So tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, I grew up in West Seattle, uh, kind of a humble beginning, and um, spent a lot of time in anything musical uh, and hip-hop uh, culture and did a lot of skateboarding uh, was always really into like art and graffiti stuff like that growing up and of course sports you would obviously uh, think um, and spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up uh, it's an Italian family anyway I got into uh, fitness at about 19 years old and I just got sucked in and I have learned so much from fitness just uh, every kind of discipline in my life somehow stems from what I learned in the gym I've been able to create a really great circle of friends and stuff like that, and I live at home with my wife. Um, we have a doggy daycare out of the house. So oh, really? Sp- yeah, we spend oh, a lot of time awesome. with animals, uh, rescue dogs from Korea, find them homes. That's awesome. Wow. Um, yeah. Awesome. So this is a show about real estate. We ask all of our uh, guests that come on about their growing up experience in the home that they grew up in, and we're looking for fond memories. So tell me about the home that you grew up in. Okay. Um, I kind of was back and forth between my grandparents and, and my house on Delridge. And 
uh, I'll tell you, my house in my grandma's house was in Shelton, and she lived on mm-hmm. this uh, bay, and it had a bunch of rocks, uh, like a rocky beach, and yep. then we would go clam digging, uh, me and my granddad, and then we would roast up clams and sit nice. on the deck, and it would be like really, really nice for me. And That's awesome. Um, and then in my parents' house on Delridge, it was really weird. They had a, a loft on top of the garage. Okay. And it was kind of like it, the whole ceilings, walls, everything were mirror. Oh, okay. And it was really trippy looking up there. And when I was a kid, I used to love sneaking up there and hanging out with my friends. And I was going to say, maybe that's where the bodybuilding came from, right? Because you got the mirror to look at. <laughs> yeah, sure. My dad repaired uh, windows, so he had a lot of like glass stuff in the house. My son's been actually going to the gym and working out. He plays rugby, and he likes to go to the gym and lift. And so sometimes he's just standing there in our mirrors at our home. I'm like, dude, stop. stop. <laughs> you mean you. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh. It's me. I'm doing it. So, um, oh, this is you. Yeah, how long have you been a trainer? Uh, I'm going on 10 years now. I uh, started in 2010. I'm sweating. It's 2019. Yeah. yeah. Nine and a half years. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what got you interested in actually going from doing this to training others? Well, I was working, um, I was working construction with my dad and work got slow. I was uh, 21, and um, a friend of mine suggested that I get a job at the gym, just work in the front desk. And then I got into management there. And then one of the fitness managers said, I think you'd like training. And uh, when I did construction, it was cool and all, but I'd spend an entire week by myself. And hmm. I hated not being around people. And then when I, I spent one month in the gym and just constantly helping people all the time, and it really got me hooked. And then when I made, when I helped somebody lose a lot of weight for the first time and how grateful they were to me and how that made me feel, um, that's... You got hooked. hooked. Yeah. Rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Is there a difference in training men or women? Um, no, there's only a difference in, in people and their goals. Hmm. So hmm. <clears throat> um, if a woman or a man has a goal to build muscle, they're typically going to be in a caloric surplus. They're going to lift heavier. Uh, body fat loss is you know usually going to be a caloric deficit with more cardio, stuff like that. And then, no, it's goal-specific. But, so you've seen the same results no matter who you're working with, depending on what their goals are. Yeah. I will say this, actually. Um, women want to work their glutes a lot more than men. <laughs> so <laughs> we do a lot more booty exercises with girls than men, and men are like a lot more into the arms, but that's pretty much it. I kind of <laughs> like the booty exercises myself. I like, <laughs> and I'm not being I – like, I like squatting, and I like you know yeah. using my legs because those tend to be my better, better muscles. My arms are kind of weak sauce. Yeah. So back to looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. So um, okay, I heard you say something in there. You were talking about if your goals, then you're going to have a caloric surplus. Surplus. Yeah. So that sounds like McDonald's and uh, lots of extra calories, right? Uh, it just means more calories, not McDonald's. Oh, okay. No. Uh, okay. So you yeah. can't. All right. Can't do McDonald's. No. Okay. Never. Probably not a good call. <laughs> so um, how how does anybody know how many calories to eat? Well, I usually um, will start them at 10 calories per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, let's start with 2,000 calories. And based on the goal, we'll move up 100 calories at a time. And if it's fat loss, we always shift down carbs first, fat second, protein last. It's always most important, for regardless of the goal, if it's weight loss or muscle building, to have the protein high. And then if it's muscle building, we go protein up first, fat second, carbs last. See what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. where did all that come from? Uh, that's basic formula. Um, okay. 
So most people don't burn a ton of fat with a lot of insulin in their body. And insulin, uh, when you eat carbs, the, it raises your blood sugar. Mm-hmm. And then you have to move the carbs from the blood to the muscle. And that is insulin. And in the presence of insulin, most people don't burn a lot of fat. Um, mm-hmm. Although there's always those guys with those crazy <clears throat> metabolisms. But uh, that's why I always shift carbs first or, or, or last in weight gain. But in weight loss... But in weight loss, carbs come out first. Okay. In weight gain, they go in last. Okay, cool. I hear the word deficit. What is that? Deficit is, <clears throat> so you have a what's called a resting metabolic rate, and that is the calories that your body will burn just to stay alive, and that's you just laying in bed, not moving a muscle. On top of your uh, resting metabolic rate, you have your uh, daily calorie burn, which is you walk into the car, mowing the lawn and working out and all those together when you eat less um all those together are burning a certain amount of calories right so let's say you burnt three thousand calories total anything less than that is a deficit gotcha okay so your the way you're structured we've got a couple of things out there we've talked we had folks on from my crossfit gym right that's group coaching um and then we talked about the big box right where you just go in and you Mm -hmm. kind of fiddle around with the machine. How does Tony Star Fitness function in the fitness environment? What is a, a what is working with you look like in the gym? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, I do private one-on-one training or I do what I call semi-private training. And semi-private training is really popular with me. Um, so it caps out at three people okay. and uh, it, it's still very personal. There's still meal plans and programming included. And so let's say your set time is at noon and I don't have anyone else there, then we'll train privately and you'll still only be charged for a semi-private session. If I have uh, another guy that is doing what you're trying to do, then I will partner you guys up. And the reason that this works so well is because the, the community that it builds. So I have two guys that are trained Tuesday, Thursday together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're working out more than just twice a week. And on the other days to save money, they'll come in together without me. And then so they kind of become friends and partners on their own. And then I'm the trainer of both of them. And it said in here that you do body sculpting. So how, when, you, when you talk to, I mean, there, people come to a trainer for a lot of different things. It's not just weight loss or weight, weight gain, but mm-hmm. they want to work on a specific area. Um, where did you learn that kind of stuff? Uh, through bodybuilding. Okay. Yeah, through bodybuilding. I think what most people want in the gym is bodybuilding, but the word scares them. Because when they think bodybuilding, they think huge muscles. Mm -hmm. And if you saw what like an all-natural bodybuilding competition looks like, none of them are huge. They just look amazing. Right. And so it's lowering body fat and building muscle. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much what body sculpting is. And it's in a balanced way, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Like a lot of times people, they spend time on just, like I said, you know, my glutes or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then the, the rest of their body isn't as proportionate. Correct. So body sculpting would be getting that balance in, in strength. Yeah, so we're looking for aesthetics, and we're uh, aesthetics, proportions, symmetry, stuff like that. So making, now when people think symmetry, they only think left to right. Symmetry is also front to back and top to bottom. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you know your legs and your arms match and your shoulders mm-hmm. match and that you have a good small waist and nice shoulders and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. That's just what most people want, and... With the kind of meal plans that I do, I am able to produce a lot of those results. And so um, when you create a really good before and after picture, 
people just keep calling. Right. So, yeah, it speaks for itself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had times when I'm um, losing weight, I get stuck on a plateau. What do you do? What do you do to get off the plateau? So I would say the first thing you should do is call a trainer if you're not working with one. Mm -hmm. Um, But I see guys in the gym, um, and I think that they're trying to do too much at one time. And I would Mm -hmm. say try something different and pick one goal and, and go for it. So, like, guys will try to constantly cut, but they'll get so burnt out on trying to cut down and I'm like, why don't you just take a break from that and up your calories for a little bit and build some muscle and, you know, do some strength goals and, and you know, build some good muscle. And when you're ready to diet down, come back around to it later. So you said bodybuilding was kind of what has gotten you the knowledge that you, uh, the, the professional bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So how did you get involved in that? I uh, saw a video of a guy. So um, I'm a dancer, right? And I saw this guy, he did a posing routine. His name is Sean Ray. It was the 1999 Olympia. And he did this routine where every little muscle in his body was calculated. Like he would turn his body and you could see all the way from his neck down to his toes. He knew exactly what muscle was flexing and when it was flexing. Mm-hmm. And the way he moved his body, it was very art- artsy and very just soulful. And, and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And when you are able to build build these muscles on your body that weren't there. Like you have chest and arms and stuff that they weren't there before, you know, and it's really amazing that you can have this kind of project that you're always working on that you can appreciate at any time. <laughs> so yeah. um, when I was able to do that first contest, I pushed myself so hard. And I, when you, when you push yourself to depths like that, you learn a lot about yourself mm-hmm. and it's almost like every year I do it again. And it's like a four month process for me to kind of hibernate my thoughts and, and kind of get in touch with myself. And it's, yeah, I just love it. It's awesome. And that basically has fueled your career. Yeah. That, that, so it's like you're, you're, you're looking at something, you're saying, hey, I want to do that. I go that. And now you're turning around and helping other people. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I really love that. about. I love the story about it. Now, you work out of Ironworks Gym yeah. in Bellevue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people can go to Ironworks. They can find you. They can go online uh, to, yeah. your, to your website. Um, but there's a question here that says, do you have any other plans? Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> I I um I have a YouTube channel, right? And mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel, I do a lot of cooking and um I'll do like video logs like when I go on a trip, I'll video how am I eating well on this trip? Um what kind of fun things do I do that are active on this trip? Like, you know, go rent bikes in Hawaii or what what I'll eat or whatever. And um I want to I want to design a cookbook, but with the way things are changing, I mean, people don't really read books right. like they did. Right. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what kind of platform I want to use. But that's my big plan. Um, my wife works at Amazon right now. We run the doggy daycare out of the house, right? But uh, we are going to we're in the process of trying to open a indoor dog park where we have like a I love bar, that idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was wondering because you know, and I mean. We are in the Northwest, and in the wintertime, it gets nasty. And mm-hmm. you want to take the dogs to the dog park, you, you have to put on, you know, four layers, get rained on, and yeah, and then get dog duty on your shoes. <laughs> we're going to make it a dog. social environment. We're going to put a bar, yeah. a bar in there. Okay, yeah. I'm coming. That's yeah. a great idea. So let me, t- let me go back to the YouTube channel, because one of the, the uh, videos that Tony did was um, just going through the grocery store and going, hey, pick this yogurt, not that one. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like the beginning of it. And what I like about that is I think probably most of us can relate 
then when we hit vacation, it's like everything falls apart, right? Yeah. We go away and suddenly we can't do it. So having the ability to have that, um, what is the word I'm looking for? The hacks, right? Travel yeah. hacks for totally. eating well um, would avoid that f- fear of going back to the gym after after a vacation. Yeah, totally. You know, so I think that's cool. And I like to. I feel like when I eat too much, you know, uh, garbage, I get into a little bit of a fog. And when I'm on vacation, I want to feel really good. Hmm. So I do like to get up in the morning and just hit a quick exercise. Maybe not on my normal program, but a quick exercise and then go throughout the day because I want to hmm. feel good while I'm out there. Yeah. Awesome, Tony. How do people find you? Um, Tony Star Fitness, uh, Star with two R's, and you can just look up TonyStarFitness.com. You can Google Tony Star Fitness. Um, email is Tony at TonyStarFitness.com. And the U- YouTube, YouTube channel, where's that? Tony Star Fitness. <laughs> there you go. So you, sure YouTube, Instagram, uh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All those great places. Awesome. Tony, thank you so much for coming in today. All right, you're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan at 1150 KKNW. After the break, we have some more real talk and, of course, some great final thoughts. We'll be right back. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar, if you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 425- 200-4093 or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue Hi guys, I'm Tony Starr with Tony Starr Fitness specializing in meal plans and body composition What are your fitness goals for the next 6 months and do you have a plan? The time will pass with whatever you're doing so get in contact with me now and see how you can set up a free consultation You can reach me at TonyStarFitness.com Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. We'll see. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I am Dan. I'm Brian. And we are finishing up the segment. It's been a good show, huh, Brian? It is. Yeah, I really enjoyed talking. And what's cool is getting the perspective between Anna and Tony, um, that whole wellness from nutrition, nutrition, fitness, and uh, follow up. So as our closing segment, we like to kind of do some final thoughts and stuff. And I, th- I thought since we had Anna here, um, Anna has uh, worked with Eastside Real Estate Team before and is currently working with the Eastside Real Estate Team to get some room for all those babies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so for, the, for the listener, right, that, that maybe is considering buying a home, kind of tell us about how your process went and how the team kind of helped with that process. Yeah, for the first home, what what I really enjoyed about working with Dan and the team at the real, Eastside Real Estate team is that um, I started speaking with them before we even started looking. So mm-hmm. that was really great to get the insight of the big picture and um, you know knowing our budget and where we should look and what the options are. And then when it was time to finally be like, okay, let's let's go look. It's it's time to you know find a house. This fits with your budget. This is super exciting. Um, 
we were so excited to get just get in the market because it was just as the market was starting to starting climb. To so this was what 2013 or so. I think you helped us with our first home. Yep. And so um, it was a little bit fast and furious, but you and your team were so calm about all the details that you just you just kind of go with the flow. It's like mm-hmm. okay, just listen listen to the team, just do what they say, and everything will be just fine. So we. We went and we looked at the properties and we found the ones that we liked. And of course, now there's even more like, you know, look on your app and like yeah. turn the homes around and look at the doll box, you know, like View, all, the, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the different things. So I feel like I have more information now, which sometimes is a little bit more scary. It's like, mm-hmm. OK, but what does all of this information mean? And that's when your team is really good at being like, great, I totally hear that this from what we know about you and your situation, this is what would be best for your family. So that's nice to have that, the background instead of just like data, 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 data. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know Brian is like this, is that we're looking to provide insight into the housing market, not only before, not only during, but after, right? Right. So now we have a relationship, <clears throat> right? Not only a business relationship where I get chiropractic care, but from just from a standpoint of keeping you updated, how helpful is that when you guys finally decided, okay, now it's time to make the next move? How helpful is that? Yeah, that's been great. So I subscribe to the newsletter and, well, now I'm listening to your radio show, which is pretty fun. Um, <laughs> but it's nice to know what's going on so that, you know, I don't get sucked into the things where we started looking at houses when we first started this this next house we were looking for. And we went to one of the houses that we thought, oh, this will be great. And there were like 50 families that walked through the house within like the first 45 minutes. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay, we're one of those fight or flight where you guys right. said like, that doesn't appeal to us. We right. don't, I don't want to play the escalation game like mm-hmm. for our, for us. Although I think with your guys' team, we would win. I'm just saying. <laughs> We've done pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we could put something together, but it was like, okay, to get the insight and be like, okay, here's the, here's what this means. Like, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that we can't put a great offer in. And you guys helped us with a couple of great, like, here's a backup offer. You know, if this house falls through and you guys still really want that one, this is what we can do. And I was like, okay, great. Well, let's do that. Like, thanks for knowing us and helping us sort out our most, you know, the highest priorities for us. So, like, really putting that in, into a good, good picture. So what would you tell somebody that's looking to, to get into the market to do right now? Oh, now's a great time. <laughs> it is. I didn't pay her it to is. say that. No, that's right. No, it really it's is. Never a been great a better time. time to buy. It really, it's uh, a great time. Our dollars are stretching. Um, yeah. Wish we like that a little chiropractic stretch there for your dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so now's just a great time. So I would just, I would just reach out and start asking your questions because I mean, the things that my husband and I asked are going to be different from your situation. Right. So find what's best for you, and then get a great team around you and go. Go do what's going to build you wealth and equity, but also you get that home, that home where Mm -hmm. you get to have your family gatherings, your whatever it is that makes home for you. Um, Yeah, now's a great time. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know our listeners will value. That's one of the reasons, Tony, you'd ask, why did we do this radio show? And the whole idea is to get that information out so that you can make an informed decision when the time's right for you and your family. So, um, well, how much time do we have left? Oh, we've got time to, to wrap, wrap up. up. So just real quick, there's I, I always like to highlight a weekend thing to do. And coming up in Duval is the Expansion Festival. Listen to this. Experience authentic connection through art, music, dance, and workshops that enliven your mind, body, and spirit. Embrace the rest, restorative, restorative. Thank you. power of nature as you drop in and immerse yourself 
into a transformative container. I'm not sure what that is. But you can check it out. Tickets are on Eventbrite. It is the Expansion Festival, June 21st and 23rd. That concludes our show. Anna, Tony, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was a blast. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll uh, see you all next week.